If someone gave you the chance to make all your dreams come true, wouldn't you do it? And if you failed, wouldn't you be happy you at least got the chance to try? I need to take this chance, and I'm so glad you're here with me. Welcome to Casey's Corner. Third episode of Casey's Corner. I was never good at math, it's okay. That's true. And my guest today is my mom, Deb. Yay! You guys were so thrilled to see that she was in town and told me that yes, she should totally be my guest this week. I wasn't going to do it because, you know, didn't want to interfere with family and everyone. But yeah, this is what you get. And still construction going on in the background. So if you start hearing nail nail guns, it is what it is. We're going to deal with it. Um, You guys all sent in a lot of questions. We have like 20 questions, at least-ish. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go right into it. You are welcome to go ahead and start asking questions too, right in the comments. I'll Don't make them too tricky. I will do my best to uh, to answer them as I see them come up. But, okay, let's see what we got. Hmm. Um, should, we, should we start like family relationship-wise or Disney-wise? What do you got? Um, aw. Aline said... Hi, Mom. You raised a fine, kind young lady. That I did. I, I do know that, and I, I thank you very much for the acknowledgement. It took a village, really, so it wasn't just me. <laughs> All right. So we will go with... Let's go Disney. We'll start Disney. So Can't go wrong with Disney. No, there is no uh, coincidence that I am the Disney enthusiast that I am. I 100% got that from this woman right here. Um, her nickname is Disney Deb Mm -hmm. and basically before there were, you know, Disney apps on your phone when you were in the parks and everything, she was the map. We didn't have, we didn't book fast passes. We didn't book dining reservations. We had Deb and she did it all. So, um, how many times have you been to Disney World? World. I'm asking world. Oh, okay. Just Disney World Mm -hmm. has to be over a hundred. I lost count. So, um, because every time I was on a business trip, I kind of snuck over so there are a lot of times at Disney World. So um, someone asked us what your favorite Disney park is. Okay, very simple. Tokyo Disney Seas. I went to a year and a half ago, by far escalated to the top of the map. I have been to every Disney park except Shanghai, which is still on my bucket list. But Tokyo Seas is just beyond the Disney expectation. Um, I'll tell you, we were only there for one day and I had to cram it all in and I actually did 39,000 steps because I just couldn't stop and they know I just can That's great. That's basically the, uh, to sum up my mom, 39,000 steps in one day in Disney, like in all aspects of life. <laughs> That's pretty much how it sums her up. That's a normal Disney dead day. Yeah. Um, someone asked, wait, it was a really cool question. Okay. So what's your favorite Disney memory? Uh, one memory of you on your own in a Disney park, one memory of you with me in a Disney park, and one memory of you with Kennedy in a Disney park. Okay, well I kind of gave you a little preview with the Tokyo because it was just amazing and I had to cram in as much as I could. So personally, I would say my one day at Tokyo Seas was extremely memorable. Um, with Casey, now my gosh, there are just too many to single out throughout her entire childhood, through adulthood. Many moments I was very proud as a mom. It was always spectacular to see Disney through a child's eyes. 
but I will tell you one that really ranks at the top is when her very first trip, she was two and a half, and she had not been toilet trained completely, but I thought, (laughs) you know what, we're going to Disney, I really don't want to change diapers, so let's get this training ahead of time, and I think we'll be good. Well, she trained basically in a weekend, so it was amazing. So um, her dad was on a, uh, a day, had a convention day, so he was not with us. And I had my eight-year-old niece, so I wanted to do something very special, and I booked Cinderella's Castle for dinner, which I thought would mean spectacular. Cinderella's Royal Table, as you know it now. Oh, yes, yes. So um, with the fireworks coming through the stained glass windows, well, the minute we sat down, Casey had to go to the bathroom. Okay, so pack up my niece, Kate, and we go down to the bathroom. Well, unbeknownst to me, she saw Cinderella out of the corner of her eye down as she went to the bathroom. So the minute we came back upstairs, she wanted to go back to the bathroom. So I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I certainly don't want an accident here at the castle. So I took her. Like 12 times I took her. (laughs) But really, I was just trying to see Cinderella. I didn't have to pee. (laughs) The, the wait staff felt so bad they took our meals back to keep them warm. So that really was a high rank memory. Now Kennedy. Uh, and Kennedy, oh my gosh, again, every moment with her is memorable. But my very last um, Disneyland trip before the pandemic hit was the January right before pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we, Casey, Kennedy, and I had gone. And of course, you know, as a grandmother, you get the child anything they want. So we stumbled into a store and they had Kennedy's favorite princesses, Anna. And they had this absolutely exquisite little outfit of Anna in her, what was that? Not coronation? No, frozen to the adventure outfit. The purple, the purple cape. It's just, it was gorgeous. And she put it on and she lit up. So, of course, you know, that was like a no-brainer. We bought it and paraded around the entire um, Disneyland, you know, just walking up to the statue and and watching her in front of the castle. And she just stood there very proud like she was Anna. And that was an amazing memory to watch. And we're going back to Disneyland on Tuesday. Tuesday. So that will be fun. If anyone's going to be there, make sure you let us know. Um, We would love to say hi. Okay. Let's see, that's kind of the bulk of the Disney-ish questions. Um, let's get a little bit more. <laughs> People really want to know about what I was like as a kid. <laughs> okay, um, so there's been a few questions about how was Casey growing up and what was, or like, what was I like at Kennedy's age? I'll tell you, as a child, as a toddler, she never did terrible twos. So I was fortunate, only having one child, I thought, wow, this is really great. This is what raising children is all about. I made it look easy. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, we never did have another one, but God gave me the best one. (laughs) That's all I could handle. (laughs) I know what that's like. Anyway, um, she was an easy child to raise. I think we never treated her as a baby. So from six weeks on, she was traveling with us. And um, obviously I instilled my love of travel onto her. And so she was very well behaved. I mean, I remember taking her on a business trip to San Diego and um, she was gonna come on a dinner with us that evening with my boss and he had invited the family to come and I thought, oh my gosh, how is a four-year-old going to be? And um, 
it was Valentine's Day and so the reservations ran late and here's this four-year-old at 8.30 about to be seated for dinner and she was amazing and that was before the phones to monopolize your time and interest and she, she would engage in conversation so I think just raising her very independently um, made it easy for her childhood and then when she got the Radio Disney gig, I mean, that was just beyond spectacular. Um, I was so proud of her, the fact that she auditioned just a cold call right on stage at a mall with like 500 children and basically up there for 30 seconds and they saw something in her. And, um, and you know, she was selected and picked to be Radio Disney's kid correspondent which was only supposed to basically be do a commercial. commercial and get some prizes. Well, having an aggressive mother, we always... Momager, <laughs> momager, momager. Started at a very young age. She's the original Kris Jenner, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I was long before <laughs> her, I'll tell you. Just didn't make it to the big stage. <laughs> She's cray-cray. But anyway, just kidding, Chris. Love you. <laughs> um, no, I think that you said something interesting, though, but you didn't treat me like... a bit. Like, you didn't do the whole baby thing, baby talking. Never baby. talked baby And talk. I've had a lot of my friends who tell me that about... They noticed that... I do the same thing with Kennedy that like Jay and I raised Kennedy in a way that like she's included in everything. We don't um, keep her from doing certain things because she's not old enough or, you know, we kind of have always had that in mind too in our raising of Kennedy. I think. I think and she's a little, she's a little independent too. No, she's going to take this one 2.0 to the next level. So be prepared. Um, what? advice do you have for us toddler slash little kid moms okay kind of what I just said um, I know that every child is different so obviously you have to address what that personality is like but um, remember that you're their mom and not their friend I think that's kind of a key issue so there still always has to have somewhat of the authoritative aspect to it um, I don't think Probably, I, I, I don't even really remember screaming and yelling at you because I didn't have to. Um, but it's just, you still have to put them in the role of a child and you as the parent. So I think that carries out through the teenage years as well. And that would kind of be my advice, is just make sure that you understand that you are the parent. Good advice, Mom. <laughs> okay, wait, there's... There was a really interesting question in here. When we were talking about like the Radio Disney thing, a friend of mine is asking, um, was it hard to let your child work? And I, I asked her, and I know you're watching, babe. Um, there is an opportunity that her daughter has to go into modeling. Oh. And she's a gorgeous little girl. She just wants to know, like, is it... Did you feel like it didn't let me have a childhood? It made me grow up too early? What... What advice would you give to her, who a mom who has this opportunity for her daughter? I think engage the opportunity, but set guidelines. Um, she is a child for such a short amount of time in the overall perspective of life. So um, I would say definitely give her the opportunity to embrace it and see what it has to offer. But don't let it monopolize your life. Um, because I think she will miss out and in the long run there will probably be some regret 
But if you have that opportunity and it's there for her, definitely go for it. And uh, as, as I said, just watch what your guidelines are. And don't be afraid to stand up to people, whoever they are. I mean, this is your child. So their welfare is the primary concern. So that's what you need to do is just put it into perspective. I mean, if she's good, I'll tell you a little story. When Casey inter uh, interviewed Beyonce, when she was with Destiny's Child, we had the- <laughs> Oh wait, you dropped a name, here you go. <laughs> I have many of those names I can drop. But we were backstage uh, waiting for, uh, Christine, no, oh, Christina, Christina Aguilera, Aguilera was supposed so to So Destiny's perform. Child was opening for Christina Aguilera. It was when Christina had all of her vocal nodes and she ended up canceling shows. Continue. So we had an excellent opportunity to extend her, her interview with Destiny's Child. We literally, I think, were back there for well over an hour and got to chat with uh, Beyonce's mom and dad, who obviously you know the dad is the manager and the mom did all the design clothing. And Casey was... I think the first time you interviewed them, were you at 12? 12. 12, no more than 13, but yeah. I want to say 12. Cool. And she conducted herself in such a manner that Beyonce's dad pulled me aside and he said, do you know, my daughter gets interviewed by people of all ages and your daughter at this age commanded the audience and took charge of the interview. He said, she's got it, so support it. So. You know, everybody, every parent has pipe dreams of their child having, you know, the, these grand, uh, <laughs> grand success. Grand, or grand success, yeah. But I, I mean, I think that um, that really ensured to me that there was something for me to take that extra effort and support. And if you have that same thing with your daughter in modeling, go ahead and do it, but give her a childhood. I'll actually answer as the child too who was in that experience like do I feel like I missed out or anything um I don't think so and I think it was because of what my experience was not only was I around these celebrities that were you know the same people that were in my team bot magazines and everything but I was also working for a company that was Disney and they weren't gonna let anything bad happen to me Right. You know, I mean, current Disney Channel celebrity stars aside, <laughs> um, there, it's a different world now with social media and everything, but I would say that it 100% is what led me here and led me to where I went to college and led me to pursue really what my dream was at my last job with doing their video content and everything is it, it kind of brought out a skill that I didn't know that I had, but I always liked performing, but I just didn't understand, or I didn't think that I would ever have the opportunity at that young age to do the interview thing. And I mean, I was, you know, a story that we always talk about is I was three years old hearing the Entertainment Tonight theme song, and I would run into the living room to watch Entertainment Tonight at three years old. Mary Hart was like my idol. Right. And so I understood that kind of role of like being a host, of being a journalist, of like kind of interviewing people and things like that. But, you know, I didn't expect to have that kind of opportunity as a kid. And then when I, once I did, just kind of letting that guide what I always knew I wanted to do. And that's why I'm so comfortable doing this now too, because it's what I grew up doing and what I always have known that I like to do. So make sure you're letting your, like have an open dialogue with your daughter. If she ever gets bored with it, if she mm -hmm. ever feels uncomfortable, cause I mean, you're gonna go through an age where she, I mean, I know she's little now, so like you're gonna go through a time where she's gonna be a lot more uncomfortable with herself, with her body and adjusting and everything like that. So. 
make sure you're listening to her and let her guide a little bit too. And like, you never pushed me to keep going with no. Disney or anything like that. It or always had to be fun. It yeah. always had to be what she wanted. Yeah. So that's our answer. Dual sided answer for you, Veronica. Um, where's my questions? Okay. Okay. Hmm. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's our funniest memory together? Oh my gosh, you answer first. I'm not <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to say? I'm I'm a <laughs> I could be one of many, so I'm not sure. Okay. My favorite memory, well, I well, oh, it says funniest. So we'll go okay, with funniest. funniest. Go with so funniest. my funniest memory is probably going to be the same. Yeah, it is. Okay, we were at a hotel yep. in Tampa. <laughs> Yep, this is it. I was in college. It was like early on in college. And you had a trade show or something. You had some sort of work conference convention in Tampa. And this was when Southwest, like if you were a really good Southwest flyer, you had a companion that could fly at any time with you whenever you wanted. So I was like, yeah, I'll go to Tampa. It's spring break. Who cares? So I went. We were in um, some sort of like... Timeshare-ish hotel, Sheridan. Sheridan. No, I drop a name. Yeah, like it had the, the timeshare, so it had a big bathroom with a hot tub and a shower and a different bedroom and what, like a DVC kind of room. <laughs> She's laughing already. So we're like, oh, it'd be so nice. Let's get our bathing suits on and we can get in the hot tub here inside the room. So we turn on <laughs> the hot tub. And there was a extreme malfunction in the hot tub situation. The jets started shooting out. It looked like freaking illuminations inside of our room. To the ceiling. To the ceiling. The jets were shooting water up to the ceiling. There is water gushing all over the floor. I go. I have. A, I have a very weak bladder, so I was about to pee my pants. So I went to the bathroom. The door is open in the bathroom. The water is shooting me while I'm on the toilet. <laughs> and we're dying laughing. We, and for some reason, why wouldn't the water turn off? Why couldn't I we turn couldn't the shut water it off? off? I was calling maintenance. They wouldn't come. It was like water like this in the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. So that was, was funny. Without a doubt, the funniest memory that I have as far as crazy laughed for adventure. hours. It would not stop. It was pretty funny. It had to be there, but it was funny. It was very funny. Was that, was that your funniest? Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was our funniest. We were out of control. It was hilarious. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, I want to know if Deb is a good cook and if you get your love of food slash diverse oh, palate from her. Let's hear what she says. <laughs> my mom's a great cook. She's the best cook ever, and I get my diverse palate from her. No, you get my diverse palate, yes. Yeah, I do get my diverse palate from you. Um, I will say, I mean, I think we just have to be honest. My mom worked. She was a full-time full working mom, so my, like, everyday cooking was totally from my dad, and then I started cooking myself. Totally? Come yeah. on. Listen. Okay. Holiday and traditional cooking, queen bee over here. Okay. Like, Thanksgiving... You don't cook Thanksgiving dinner like your mom cooks. Like my entire family, you go to Dad's for Thanksgiving dinner. Um, there's a lot of like really good. I'm trying to think of like you're good at just like potlucky kind of food, like yeah. food that you can bring or a somewhere. Dessert, a good dessert or a good dessert. But that's I picture like dessert is kind of all encompassing into Thanksgiving because like you make 
everything. Oh, like, it's those like are all rice pudding. Yeah, she she makes everything um, super traditional from, from my grandma. Old recipes and stuff. So Portuguese yes, Portuguese heritage. So, but like I I don't think. Would you say you love to cook? Um, I feel like you. That's like not a. Like people, I love people holiday cooking, but right, the day to day cooking. Yeah. I would say a lot of your influence, to be honest, she watched the cooking channel at 10 years old and would call and say, mom, bring home rice vinegar. And I'm like, how do you even know what rice vinegar is? Yeah. So, um, cause your dad isn't like, I wouldn't say that he taught you how to cook, yeah. but, um, he was an influence on some things, the basic things. But I would say a lot of like her gourmet or her exploration of cooking came from watching, you know, the really early stages Watch of cooking. Watched a lot of Emerald. Yeah, yeah, really. Like Emerald. Emerald seriousness at, at a very young age. Yeah. Um, I would say like there was, I was not like a chicken finger mac and cheese no. kind of kid too. No. So that's like a big part of it that I always just ate whatever what was ate. whatever they ate which is something that i have a, as a mom i have a hard time doing with kennedy because i'm like it's just easier it's just easier to make something that i know she's gonna like and like kudos to them for making me making me eat was on the plate because mm -hmm. now i'll eat anything <laughs> um was casey ever a bad kid or what was my childhood like no, only the early adult years, not the childhood years. <laughs> bad? I was a bad adult? No, 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 no. I was not I a wild child. No, 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 she wasn't. I think, well, one time I found a bottle of vodka, but that was like... Busted! That I was I, in college. Yeah. No, she wasn't a... Oh, what a balloon. I was waiting for it. Sorry, sorry, Caitlin, if you're watching... Caitlin, I forgot you knew about this. this. Yes, you yes. She was how old? 16? 15? 16. Yes. And I was leaving the house and they were filling up water balloons. And I just knew. I said to them as I left, please do not let me get a call from the police station. Jokingly, I said that and got in the car and left. And they were going to what was in the town. They had a weekly wharf dance and off they went, which they normally did every week in the summer. Well, lo and behold, there were many phone calls that went to parents <laughs> that night <laughs> with tearful children at the police station. I can't pick us up at the Mad Poison Police Department. From water balloons throwing at the cars going by. Okay, that was it. That was it. And we weren't even, it was such a joke. They didn't. They made us follow them to the police station. Yeah, it was just, all a scare tactic. They wanted to scare her. Yes. And um, it worked. Trust me, it worked. So Megan wants to know what you did to raise such a driven daughter. Seriously. Hmm. Um, you know what? I think it's from example. And, and I don't mean that in a bragging way. Um, my mom raised me to be extremely independent. Um, my mom had some health issues. You can but say she had mental health issues. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay she, she was manic depressive. And there were many times that um, she was also a single parent. And I kind of had to grow up on my own and, and help raise my sister who was four years younger. And um, it was, you know, it was a challenge to, um, to have a mom, you know, back then you came home for lunch at school and she would be in bed. And, you know, I was 10 years old and if I didn't go and make 
a tuna fish sandwich from my sister and I, we wouldn't eat lunch and had to go back to school. So I became very independent at a very young age. And, and then my mother just ensured as, as I got to be older, um, she always just had faith in everything that I did. And I thought that was the way that you were raised. I mean, she just always had confidence in me doing whatever needed to be done. And so I think maybe you saw that in me and that's how I treated you to be independent as well. I mean, I didn't um, fuss all over like, oh, I have to cut your meat or, you know, at a young age, it was like, okay, this is how you do it and, you know, you do it. And she learned and took that independence and then she's right, I was a working mom the entire time of her childhood and I'm still working and, and have the drive to work a lot longer. Um, I think that's important for you working moms. Do not have any guilt whatsoever because look what you can raise, this wonderful independent child. Um, you just have to learn balance and it all goes back to what I said before. I mean, you, you have to set guidelines for yourself, your family, your children. And, uh, and I think that's the result that you get. You know, what they see is what they're gonna emulate. So, you know, and even if you have some challenges that you feel um, a, a bit, you know, like, oh, I don't want her to have that, you know, you can just overcome it. Just ensure the confidence in them. I think like the emulating thing, it's very interesting because there is no coincidence that when I was little, I would set up a desk in like the window in the bay window and i would grab a phone that wasn't plugged in and talk into it and make sales calls and fire people i would have to fire Beezlebum because he was lazy and didn't get his reports in on time That's a shout out to her that's my grandfather mm -hmm. um and it's no coincidence now that when kennedy has her phone in her hand or whatever and she's like Hey guys, um, I'm sorry, my mom just came in. It was so rude. But next time in my video, like she's told you emulate and you see what your parents are doing and you think like, okay, that's what I want to do when I grow up too. So it's all be aware of what you're doing because your kids are watching and they're, they're always going to, watching. Like Kennedy takes pictures of her food with a phone. <laughs> <laughs> um does Kennedy look like Casey when she was oh little? Oh my gosh, absolutely. There isn't even a doubt. I know the Potts family. I, you know, when, when she was first born, I will say she looked like both. And there were times she looked a lot more like her dad as an infant. But once she got past the age of two, I can show you pictures of her at that age. Identical twins. Yeah. Total really twins. Exactly alike. Total twins. Exactly alike. Um, how are we alike and how are we different? Oh. Oh gosh. Um, well, certain passions, the passion to travel, mm -hmm. um, very outgoing, independent. Um, hmm, what else? <clears throat> She's afraid to like insult me, I don't care. No, 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 no. It's my show, I can delete it if I want to. <laughs> Thank goodness it's live, it's coming through. Um, how we're different. Hmm. I'm more anxious than you. I don't have anxiety at all. And, um, and that was something that I guess I had to try to understand with her because I grew up with a mom that was manic depressant and I, I understood that, but anxieties I didn't understand. And there were many occasions, not so much as a child, I never saw it as a child, it was more as a young adult, um, 
and actually once you moved out here and, and were totally away from us, I, I started to see the anxiety. Mm -hmm. And one time in particular where we had to leave a movie theater mm -hmm. there, you know, it was your dad and, and I and, mm -hmm. uh, and Jay and Casey. And it was at the time when there were bomb threats and, you know, there was a lot of the... Uh, there had just been the shooting at the movie theater. Like yeah, a couple, there, there a had been a lot of prior. issues. And we sat down and somebody put a backpack and that was it. And she just got so anxious she couldn't stay. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's where we're so different. And, and I thought, okay, I'll go talk to the manager and we'll move the backpack and everything will be fine. Which I did went and talked to him, but she was not fine. And, and that's when I said, you know what, I have to understand this. This is a real issue. And apparently it's a very strong issue with many people. So don't feel alone. Um, I think, you know, obviously there, there's ways to get help for, for the anxiety. But I think that's probably where I would say our biggest uh, differences are is that um, Fortunately for me, I did not have the anxiety and, and now I acknowledge it and I respect that, you know, it needs to be addressed. It's hard because I think that there's, excuse me, I just drank water now. Um, I, th contrary to popular belief or if you know us, then you know, like she's more outgoing than I am. Oh yeah. She's way more outgoing than I am. Um, you guys see like this in here, but like <laughs> I'm much more reserved um, and more adventurous than I Yeah, you're more adventurous than me. You like to sure. travel, but I, I like the adventure. I'll do most anything once. Yeah. No, no. same place. I'll, no. no, I'll go to new places. But um, I think that that's one thing. Like, you're more adventurous, more outgoing. People assume that I'm just as outgoing, but I'm not. I'm. She's way more outgoing than I am. Um, yeah, but those are kind of our differences. I would say, um, you want to play a game? Sure. Okay, we're going to play a game now. I have a game for us. It's like the newlywed game. Oh no. But I'm probably gonna fail. No, you're not. Okay. It's easy. So it's just five questions here. Okay. Okay. And the first I don't know, it's probably gonna be reversed for you guys, but she can't see the questions. Oh, but I mean it's fine, it's fine. I'm gonna tell you the questions. Okay. Um so you are answering as me and I'm answering as oh, you. Oh, okay. okay. So the first one is, what is my favorite color? What's your, what's your favorite color? I'm writing your favorite color. And you better not have changed this. Purple. Hers is pur yours is purple. Mm -hmm. Mine's teal. So yes, that's okay. correct. Oh, I needed a. Yeah. All right, perfect. I wanted to make sure I wasn't gonna cry. <laughs> Moms are always prepared. Okay. Um, favorite Disney princess. Oh, oh, wait a minute. As you. Who's my favorite Disney okay. princess? Okay. Wait a minute. Yeah, I know. Flower. I'm not showing. Okay. Mine's Sleeping Beauty and hers is Ariel. Yeah. yeah? Absolutely. Okay. You guys can ask us, but we can uh, do some live ones too if you want to ask questions. But okay. What is my favorite ice cream flavor? <gasps> oh. <laughs> oh. I don't I'm writing yours. At least what I believe it is. You probably will get my all time. I don't know now because you kind of changed. No. Um. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna bomb on this one. There's two that it could be. I'm really at a loss. It's something maybe pepperminty. No. 
<laughs> okay. I, I no, we're both right-handed. You're watching it flipped. Oh, 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 oh so She said, "Amazing, you're both left-handed." No, we're both right-handed, but right. you're watching it's flipped on. <laughs> it's reversed when it goes live. I really, I'm at a loss. Really? Yeah. No, I'm drawing. Okay. Do you want a hint? Yeah. I can't get it out here. Oh well, if it's is it from? Is it this? No. No, you can't get it out here. No, and it's your favorite color. Oh, well, you know what? It's a purple something, purple cow, purple. I don't know what it is. I'm drawing a blank. Black raspberry. Oh, you can't get that out here? No, no one makes black raspberry ice cream. What the heck? I okay, don't know. your change. Okay, so what's your favorite? Pistachio is my all time. Oh, did you funk? Kinda, yeah. Or, or, give me the or. Or if I'm at a cushion of creamery, it would be cranberry harvest. Okay, but I wrote cranberry harvest or anything chocolate. No pistachio child. I was gonna write pistachio. So there all you right, go. All right. Still mystery okay, to your mother. Okay. Um, name of my first pet, and I'll write your first pet. See if I remember it. Oh, your first pet. Yeah. Because there wasn't anything before Ozzy. Oh no. Well, yeah, sure. I was gonna say Vegas. Was your Smokey? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remembered. Yeah. yeah, Vegas wasn't really your pet because you had it. Ozzy, we went first. and got got him okay. her especially for you. What's my favorite movie? Oh gosh, there is absolutely no doubt. At the age of three, she could recite dialogue from this, and there is absolutely not even a question of Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. What's your favorite movie? Childhood movie? No, just favorite movie. You or or both? I wrote two. The way we were. Or childhood lady, movie. Lady in the Tramp. Boop, 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 boop. Rah, 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 the rah, way rah, we rah. were, or Lady in the Tramp. There you yeah. go. All right, that was our fun little game. Not Ladies too bad. Not terrible. I guess you know your daughter. Um, let's. We're gonna wrap up, but I want to make sure we got everyone's questions in because there were some fun ones. Um, are there any other questions? Oh, what's your, oh, we just did our favorite movie. You see, you were ahead of the curve. Oh, there you go. Um, all right. I think we got favorite memory in the park. We got those. Have you ever made your mom try ketones? <laughs> yes. And do I, do I, <laughs> what? You, you've been drinking them like every morning. You know, yeah. I, yes, absolutely. And the, the caffeine free ones for me, That's uh, I absolutely love them. I'm so thrilled that they do a caffeine free because caffeine for me, I would be wide awake till 3 a.m. Yes. And I'm already a night person. So. Okay. There's two more questions. I forgot that these were, these are good ones. Um, one, Melissa wants to know what your favorite part of my new house is. Oh my gosh, it's absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. And I am so proud of her and Jay for having this. To, you know, they had high aspirations as young high school sweethearts and, um, and set their goals. And look, here they are. He's living his dream and she's living her dream. So I'm very, very proud of the, of the both of them. Um, you know what? I love the whole house. It, it just has this open air. The ambiance is amazing, but the view outside, I sit outside and I look into the mountains and trust me, I'm an ocean girl. I'm an East coast, all about the ocean, 
but I sit here and I look into the mountains and it's just breathtakingly beautiful and it's so tranquil. I think that's my favorite part is just sitting outside in the view. We're getting questions. Okay. Uh, Vina wants to know, have you ever fought with your mom? Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> what time yes. is it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Always. Never any like excommunication though. No, 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 no. All right, we're cool. no. I'm I'm a Libra. I, I have to have balance and peace. So you know, I may be aggravated for a short amount of time, but man, it's over. Veronica wants to know: Would your mom ever move to Cali? Oh, if you asked me five years ago, I would say absolutely. There is no way. And the company I work for literally is West know, Hollywood. West Hollywood. So, but with a grandchild. She's wearing her down. Oh my gosh. I would say the clock is ticking and um, yeah, it is definitely in the cards. Everyone always asks I'm gonna have another kid and I say I won't do it alone. So, and not like, oh. not meaning alone, like I'm alone, Chase. Yeah. A big part of that. But I'm not doing, nope, no more kids unless there's a village around, some help, so it, not It happening. takes a village. It really does take yeah. a village. So all of you parents out there don't feel that you do, you, you got to do <laughs> she it said, all again. do it. Move to California. <laughs> I know. It's just so darn expensive. The East Coast lifestyle is a lot less expensive. Yeah, but it's getting there. Yeah. It's moving quickly. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, you just mentioned where that your office is here and everything. Someone asked what you do for work. And then a follow-up question to that is, well, I'll ask you the follow-up. Tell them what you do for work. Okay. <laughs> and I'm the candy the business. It's funny because um, with Casey having aspirations as a young child, my aspirations as a young child was to be a lawyer and go into politics. And um, my mom got sick, as I had mentioned to you, and decided, you know what, I can't go away to college. And so I said, I'm going to take this job in first in the buying office. And I did that a year out of college and said, oh, I love these people coming in and selling. That's so exciting. Every day they're somewhere different. So I got into the food sales business and then that was streamlined. Uh, a gentleman saw something in me and said, you need to come into the candy industry. And that was almost 40 years ago. Ah, I guess I'm letting on on the age, but um, you know what? It was, it's a great industry. I absolutely love it. Um, I've gotten to see the world. Uh, many, many states. I only have four left that I haven't been to, um, mostly business related and travel. So it's been great. And of course, Casey's kids, uh, all her friends, they all love me. You and guys all lady. know if you're watching, you left with a bag of candy from the garage. Oh, Everyone. Gosh. <laughs> kids would change their Halloween costumes to come back to my house because I gave $10 worth of child for every child that came. But, um, it, it's been a great, great industry. I love the people that I work with and for, so um, I'm gonna be around for a while. And to toot her horn, she oh. is being inducted into the Candy Hall of Fame. Did you know that's a thing? That's a thing. It's and a thing. it's a thing. And she's being inducted in October to the class of 2020 slash 21. We got both home or yeah. that COVID. Um, and yeah, she's being inducted into the Candy Hall of Fame, which is pretty awesome. And apparently I have to like write a speech and introduce her or something like she that. Does. So I don't know, I'm kind of afraid to talk in public, so we'll see how that goes. Oh yeah, really. Um, but the follow-up question was, you're being inducted into the Candy Hall of Fame, that was always your goal, what's your <gasps> next goal? Momager. 
She's going to be my manager, ladies and gentlemen. I I need a talent booker because I need people to, uh, you know, to reach out and sell their daughter. It's just really easy. So, Mm -hmm. all right. That's where we are. duo. Here we are. Ready and willing. (laughs) All right. That's it. I just want to be on the show she has Oprah. Remember that. Yeah, yeah. She'll get front row seats to the Oprah audition. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks for watching, everyone. I'll see you next time. It's been fun.